105.5. Views expressed on the following program are not necessarily those of this station, its owners, staff, or management. The following program is sponsored by Simply Great Lives. Welcome to the Impact Hour on Money 105.5, where you live with passion, make a difference, and come alive. This show is about you, your life, your impact, and your legacy. Now your hosts, John and Rena. Welcome to the Impact Hour. I'm John. Hi, and I'm Rena. Hi. So today is like the big Valentine's Day, but uh, today we figure there's enough Valentine stuff out there, <laughs> and uh, we thought we'd talk about something a little different. Today. Are you talking like Valentine's Overkill? Yeah, <laughs> possibly. Yeah. Let's so get real, down to earth. We thought it's a it's a little month and a half or so after January where people have made a lot of maybe New Year's resolutions and set some goals. And I thought it might be a good time to talk about recommitting to those goals. This is about the time when most folks have kind of given up on the New, New Year's resolutions. Sure. Well, maybe they've, um, you know, kind of given it a whirl and lost some traction, started and then stopped, uh, maybe meant to get going, but haven't gotten going yet. And uh, what, there's no more talk about goals. That's just like, you know, the beginning of January and everybody drops it. But, right. But there's some opportunity. We've got a lot of year left. That's right. There's a whole <laughs> lot of year left. Yeah. And maybe you wanted to have goals and didn't. Or maybe you're the kind of person who doesn't like to set goals for fear that maybe you won't accomplish them. And what does that mean? And what does it mean if you set goals and don't accomplish them? And so instead of setting New Year's resolutions and then not doing that and feeling bad, maybe you just don't set goals at all. Yeah, feeling bad can look like self-flagellation, beating yourself up. Oh, I was going to, but I didn't. And what does that mean? I'm such a bad person. And, you know, then it goes just downhill from there. Yeah. That's not fun. So, right. I think some people would just simply avoid it. Avoid it altogether. (laughs) Yeah. And and some people kind of look at the goals and go, well, that goal is kind of nice, but I don't know if that's what I would really want. And and I've I've talked to some folks who just feel like the whole New Year's resolution thing is just kind of weird. It's like having a goal just for the sake of having one. Yeah, I think a lot of people, there's like social pressure, you know, it's like, oh, it's time to lose weight. It's the beginning of the year. The uh, membership and Weight Watchers skyrockets, yeah. you know, and then and then it plummets, you yeah. know, shortly thereafter. Yeah. Gym memberships go up. Bro. Gym membership. Yeah, right. We're supposed to work on our health or our finances, um, money. Yeah, things like that. Yeah. Yeah. So I think, of course, it's always good to set goals and objectives, things you're working towards that are that are meaningful to you. And so it's not just having a goal just for the sake of having one, but what do you really want? And why don't you go for that? Instead of just doing the same thing over and over again, maybe it'd be good to set some goals and make some change. I like the idea of really taking some time to explore what what do you want? What would what would feel really great what do you want to get working on maybe that you haven't been putting all that time and effort into yet? What, what is that for you? Not what it is for somebody else or what you think you should do, but what do you really want? Yeah. What do you desire? Yeah. What's your deepest desire? Yeah. And work on that. Bring that to the forefront. Take it off the back burner. Bring it on up and get it going. There you go. Yep. So one of the things about goals, a lot of, a lot of things are out there. There's a lot of stuff out there on setting goals. And I think for a lot of folks, they just think, well, you just set some goals and you just work on it and you get it done. And if you don't do that, well, then something's wrong with you or something like that. Mm-hmm. But I have found for myself 
that if the goal is hard enough and it's meaningful enough, usually it's not as simple as that. Usually there's stuff that comes up, there's stuff in the way, there's barriers that happen, there's unexpected things come up. Uh, I wanted to do the goal, but then I get part way and then I don't feel like it. All kinds of things prevent me from achieving my goals and it's not so simple. Yeah, I know sometimes it's, um, you know, we think maybe we're not worthy of that, we're not capable of that. So then, you know, it's like we want it, but then there's something that comes up inside that, that prevents it. And it might be hard to identify, you know, what that is, but it can be a really barrier, big barrier in moving forward. Yeah, so I found the truth is that change is hard. It might be simple, but it's hard. <laughs> and worthwhile. And worthwhile. Yes. So we're going to talk today about a lot of the things that can come up that make change hard. And we'll talk about what you can do about those things to make the change a little easier for you and hopefully make, make it maybe this will be the one year you actually achieve your goals that you set. Yeah. That would be pretty exciting for us anyways. Yeah. Remember, you got a year, <laughs> you know, and if it goes beyond the year, you know, if it ends up being next February or whatever, it's really celebrating, you know, the growth and the journey and know that it will take time and effort. If it's something really worthwhile, really big, it's going to take something. It's going to take time, effort, resources, putting ourselves into it and commitment. Yep. One thing to understand about making change and having goals is there's a difference between just a desire and a commitment. So I found for myself, it'd be kind of nice to achieve a certain goal, but if I'm not really committed to it, then things can come up and they can derail me pretty easily because I'm not really committed to achieving the goal irrespective of what may or may not come up. And, and for us, I don't know for you, Rena, but for me, we had, a, we had a, an event that we went to. We went to a seminar kind of thing, and uh, they talked about it. And we actually got to experience the difference between being committed to a goal and just wanting it. And it was a pretty big eye-opener for me that being committed to it means that, you know, even if the gym you, you joined up with closes, <laughs> you know, even if, uh, your schedule changes, you yeah. know, even if things are, are, are going differently than you thought, maybe it's harder than you thought, it's more tiring than you thought, that you would, you would go forward and find a way to make the goal happen anyways. So that's commitment. And we're actually talking the title of the show being recommitting to your goals. So it's not just that one time decision when we set the goal, it's the recommitting to it over and over and over when all those barriers come up because they will. Yes. If it's a worthwhile goal. Yeah. The only thing I've learned is that things usually don't go as expected. <laughs> <laughs> that's one thing you can count on. One thing I can count on. <laughs> yes. So we're gonna talk a lot about uh, different things to address. And uh, a lot of the things, if you're curious, um, not all of them, but many of them come from a book called Switch. There's a book called Switch written by the Heath brothers. And uh, it's basically talks about, the subtitle is, you know, making change when change is hard. And uh, we have a number of those things we talk about here. And then a few additional things that are that's kind an, of our own stuff as well. But it's an awesome book. That's an excellent book, the Heath brothers. Uh, 
what's their names? Uh, Dan and Chip and Dan. Heath. Chip and Dan Heath. They they do an excellent job writing things and and really breaking it down. And that book switch just had some really great examples. And we will go over some of them today. But if you want to read that book, I recommend that one highly. Yes. Yeah. Yes. So one of the things that you can do is write your goals down. I hear that makes a tremendous difference. It's like a huge difference. People who write their goal down versus people who don't is like this, a really big you know, difference in if you'll actually achieve it or not. So yes. write it down. Writing it down. I don't know if you've experienced this, but I have where I had a goal and I didn't write it down. <laughs> And then, you know, three weeks later, what was that goal again? Dude, I've done that. I've forgotten I, it. I forgot like, what my goal was. I, I, I had was, a goal. I was working on something. What was that? <laughs> was it was it this much or that much of what? <laughs> yes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So writing it down helps keep it in the forefront. Uh, if you want to put it in front of you where you'll see it periodically throughout the week, that would be pretty helpful. So in a place where you're going to see it regularly is a good idea. Yes. And there's a number of ways of doing that. But uh, Sticky notes. Sticky notes. We love sticky notes. <laughs> so that's the first thing we recommend. And we will be right back after this break. Do you want to enjoy more deep, meaningful, satisfying relationships? Do you want to feel more connected? Do you want to feel like people get you? Learn how to be the kind of person people respond to. Create better results with your kids, your partner, clients, coworkers, and friends. Go to BeAndConnect.com and get started with your free videos today. That's BeAndConnect.com. Learn from hosts John and Rena from the Impact Hour. You can have that sense of connection you desire. Go to BeAndConnect.com now. Meaning significance, satisfaction, connection. You can have it all. Learn how on the Impact Hour, Wednesdays at 2 p.m. on Money 105.5. Host John and Rena will help you be a change agent, a leader, a hero. Move through your world, touching lives and experiencing a deep sense of connection and meaning. Listen to the Impact Hour, Wednesdays at 2 p.m. on Money 105.5. Your impact matters. You matter. Did you miss a show? Check out past shows at theimpacthour.com. Now back to the Impact Hour with John and Rena on Money 105.5. More fun than visiting the in-laws. Welcome back. Today we're talking about reconnect, recommitting to your goals. And uh, we're going through all of the things that can come up that can make goals hard. And making change in your life sometimes can be difficult. Uh, we were just talking a little bit about writing the goals down. And uh, one thing you can do along with that is having good accountability. Oh, accountability is the bomb. It's, it's okay. It sounds like a drag, but yes. if you get the right accountability in your life, it can actually be very, very supportive. Yeah, there's there's good accountability and there's bad accountability. Yeah, the beat you up, you know, and make you feel terrible about you know not achieving your goal is actually not the you know most effective accountability. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, I, I don't know if I'd even call that accountability. I think I would just call that like being beat up. <laughs> <laughs> Who wants to sign up for that anyways? Right. <laughs> no, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, just, ugh. yeah, good accountability is where a person uh, will be there to support you, and so they will help check in with you periodically, perhaps once a day, perhaps once a week, whatever you set up. And uh, invariably, when we have goals like that, when we're making change, there will be some times, you know, in the interval that we just don't do it. And that's just part of the nature of things. And a good accountability person will will go, okay, so you didn't work on that this week. What came up? 
uh, you know, what worked, what didn't, and what do you want to do next? How can I support you? And, and you know, what's, what's coming up that, uh, you know, is this a, a, just this week or, you know, is this something that's going to be regular and, and what kind of adjustments would you like to make? It's your goal, you know, what do you want to do to achieve that? I'm really blessed to be a part of a, a coaching program that includes a, an accountability call each Monday morning. Great way to start the week. And if there's something that I've committed to and did not do, um, the questioning is kind of along the lines of, is, is this the right goal for you? Is this still a right fit for you? Has something changed inside of you or outside of you that this goal maybe doesn't make sense anymore? Or if it is the right goal for you, um, why didn't you achieve it and what can we do to make that happen? So very, very supportive, positive, no beating up allowed. Yes. That's good stuff. That's nice. And today, if you're listening to this show and maybe you've had some goals and you've stopped and you would like to have some support around that, we'd love to support you. You can call the station at 866-576-1055. Again, that is 866-576-1055. Next thing that uh, we would want to talk about, about making change, is a lot of times we're trying to make change and it's not quite working, but you can look for what's called the bright spots. So search for the bright spots. Those would be times when the goal is actually working. You're actually working the goal. It is working. You are making it to the gym. You're getting the exercise you want, for example. What are those bright spots? Yeah, very similarly. It might not be exactly the same, but something similar to it. Why is that working, and how can you do more of that and apply it to your goal Yes. as well? So yeah. finding where it is working. Yeah, and then the idea is to take what is working about, you know, what is about that that is working and to duplicate that. Yeah, expand on it. I remember that, that came from the book Switch. And the story was really neat. I'll just, I'll just share it briefly. Um, it was in a, a country where there was a lot of malnourishment among little children, but they found that there were certain um, places where kids uh, were not malnourished. So since something was working there, they went in and investigated what it was. And the moms who would go into the fields to pick rice found in the, in the water like these little shrimp type creatures. And they'd just tuck them away in their pocket and they would um, use that to supplement the food for their kids and um, so they learned a way to help kids be nourished in that environment by looking at what is working and I love the positive focus on what is working because we tend to look at what's not working which actually never really points to the solution no it's focusing on the problem rather than on the solution easy it's so easy to do so yeah. it's, it's a real habit to change the focus to what is working and how can I have more of that yeah Another example might be, so perhaps you're having a hard time getting work done at work. I know I've been in work environments where it's been actually a challenge to actually get the work done so there. Too many meetings, too many reports to file, what's yeah, that look like? Yeah, too many interruptions. Oh, yeah. You know, just, you know, or it's noisy or, or whatever. It's just mm -hmm. not working. Mm -hmm. uh, so that might be an example. And, and perhaps you notice that you actually got work done when you visited the local Starbucks and worked there. So that would be a bright spot. Right. I and mean, it may not apply to you, but it's just as an example. And so, you know, there's a bright spot. And if you were one of the goals you had or the changes that you wanted to make was to be more productive at work, for instance, and you found you were more productive at the local coffee shop, maybe you could do more of that. 
Yeah, and if you can't always go to Starbucks, what about going there was helpful? So was it just that there was no distractions? Awesome. Maybe you can find a little conference room tucked away in a corner, turn off the phone, put up the do not disturb sign and have an hour or two hours of undisturbed time. What is it about going to Starbucks made it made it helpful? Was it being out of the office? Is there another way to be out of the office? Yeah. Or maybe that particular environment is just <laughs> Starbucks it just is feels just it. better. It just yeah. And yeah. so that would be okay too. <laughs> yeah. You gotta find out why it's working and do more of that. Yeah. Another thing that you can do to make change a little easier is to attach your new behavior to an existing event. Mm -hmm. So a lot of us have reminders, you know, an alarm goes off on our phone, we've got something that comes up, hey, it's time for whatever. And that's a way of attaching our behavior to a time. But maybe a time doesn't work. Maybe, you know, your days are different. So the same time of the day just doesn't work because some days you're, you know, your, your day is different. And so you could attach it to another event. And, and so the event could be, you know, it's lunchtime. Or the event could be you're about to leave your house. Or it could be a lot of different kinds of events. So one really simple example is uh, one of the changes that we like to make, one of the things we like to do is remember to bring the grocery store bags. Because we don't want to pay for the grocery store bags. I laugh because there's so many people I've heard in line and they're like, yeah, I left my bags at home. I'm going to buy some more. We've all done it, right? Yeah. <laughs> so you can put the bags right next to your door. And that's attaching the remembering of the bags to the event of leaving the house. Go to leave the house. Oh, there they are. And you can grab them. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I... I have good luck attaching, you know, just certain things in my day have routine, especially morning and nighttime. So before I go to get ready for bed, I, um, I do my kitty chores. So I give the cats their treats, give them their fresh water, check their food, do the cat litter if it's my time. I share that responsibility with the kids, but I always check in with myself, what day of the week is it? Is it my turn to do kitty litter? Because I'm going through that routine. It's just basically putting it in within a routine or an existing event that's already gonna happen, just pair it together. It's a really effective way to introduce something in new. Yeah, that's an awesome example. It's a way to add a new habit to your life. Mm -hmm. Next thing you know, it's taken me 45 minutes before I can even go get ready for bed. But hey, I'm getting stuff done. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Yep. Another thing to do that would make change a little easier is uh, to decide ahead of time. So all of you who have set goals around weight loss, uh, it is better to make the decisions about what you're going to eat when you're making your grocery list as opposed to trying to decide what to eat when you're staring at the bag of chips on the chip aisle and trying to decide whether you should get some or not. At least I know if it was me, I'm staring at the bag of chips. And it's like, ooh, <laughs> yes, yep, I think I want one of those. <laughs> yeah, I found it really effective to plan out what I'm going to eat in the morning. <clears throat> and I allow myself some flexibility when I'm doing that, you know, that I can change the plan. But more often than not, I follow the plan because I, I made one and I made that decision in advance. And it, they say that willpower is like a muscle and you can actually wear it out. So having to make decisions in the moment of am I going to follow through on this? Am I going to do this? Do I want to make the right choice now? What about this? What about that? It, it becomes very tiring and, and we tend to give in to the things that we find tempting. So um, I find it helpful to plan in advance, like you're saying, what it is that I'm gonna eat so I'm not having to make so many different decisions throughout the day. 
Yeah. And that also works if you have goals around money. So if you have money goals about saving a certain amount or spending a certain amount and, and setting limits on spending in certain areas, deciding ahead of time is a great way to do that. So for instance, um, we set in advance how much we want to spend on our eating out for our family. And we, we make the decision by putting a certain amount of cash in an envelope. Beginning of the month for the whole month. Are you tired of feeling sick and tired? Oops. Are you constantly limited by your... Psych. Yeah, technical. Look at there. <laughs> yeah. So the, uh, the idea is that we decide at the beginning of the month, put it in the envelope, and the decision's made. And that's how much we're going to spend for the month. And then we don't have to decide each night, you know, are we going to go out or not go out and, and so forth. Yeah, if you want good resources on that, Dave Ramsey um, has a radio show and uh, the Financial Peace University. We've really learned a lot uh, through his materials. In fact, we used to teach it to people on, on budgeting. But budgeting is, again, deciding in advance what you're going to do with your money instead of trying to make that decision in the moment. Right. Kind of just put some guardrails up to keep yourself in line with what you're really wanting. It's it's establishing your goals and your values in advance and helping to make sure that your behaviors line up with those. Yeah, because in the moment, we tend not to make the best decisions, you know. Yeah. We, we tend to make more emotional decisions in the moment based on what's happening in the moment rather than based on what we value from a big picture perspective. Heck yeah, what feels good. Yeah, what feels good like right now. <laughs> <laughs> well, without a plan, that's what we'll naturally default to. So at least having a plan gives an option that you're more likely to follow Yeah. that. And then there's some of the other tools that we'll offer on actually following through on that. Yeah. Another way to make change a little easier is to get really clear on the outcome if your change is successful. So really it has to do with why are you wanting to make the change? Usually we have a goal and the goal really isn't the thing itself. We don't want that particular goal. What we want is we want what that goal brings us. So maybe we have goals around you know, our weight and we wanted to lose weight. But usually we don't want to just lose weight. Usually there's some reason behind it. Maybe we want to be able to be more active with, with you know, kids and grandkids. and Run around and chase them. Yeah. Yeah. And, and, and be able to play with kids and, you know, or be able to have more, more years uh, with family here so we're not, you know, having, you know, decreased lifespan or. Mm -hmm. How about more mobility? Yeah. Right. Being able to get our own selves around. Yeah. Yeah. And so it'd be really helpful to get clear on why you, the goal is set and be really clear and visualize that and having that. And then you can use that as a motivator to really, to really help drive you forward on your goal. So I don't want to lose weight, but what I really want is I want to have more mobility and be able to be here with my family for more years and, and have you know, a good lifestyle. And envision that and get excited about that to help maintain the motivation to stay on track. Yep. Gotcha. We need to go into a break. We'll be right back. You've been listening to the Impact Hour. Five hundred looking for five fifty. Five hundred looking for five fifty. We got five hundred. We're five hundred. Five hundred for six. Rob, what, what? What? Oh my gosh! Dude, what are you doing? I'm doing a live auction. Five hundred looking for five fifty. Five hundred looking for five fifty. A live auction. What are you auctioning off? I'm auctioning off a thirty-six week culinary academy tuition at Napoli Culinary Academy in Sacramento. So I can become a chef? That's right. A thirty-six week culinary academy tuition at Napoli Culinary Academy in Sacramento. It starts bidding at five hundred dollars, and the the auction ends February fifteenth. 
It's 500, 500, 500, 500, uh, 500 stop, 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 pause, pause. So it, the bidding starts at $500. It ends February 15th. And how, how do I bid on it? You just text the word chef to 349-1039, Erico 916. That's 349-1039, oh. Erico 916. Uh, okay, 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 dude. Slow down, Robs, please. So you text the word chef to 349-1039, area code 916. That's right, and you got to do it by February 15th, February 15th, February 15th, February 15th. It's for a 36-week Culinary Academy tuition at Napoli Culinary Academy in Sacramento. Looking for seven, seven. Have you racked up more than $10,000 in credit card debt? Are you barely getting by, making minimum payments? You should know. The credit card companies are tricking you into thinking there's no way out. Credit card companies would rather you didn't know that there are ways you can become debt-free and you don't have to pay the entire amount you owe. There are debt relief programs that help people like you escape overwhelming credit card debt. National Debt Relief has helped tens of thousands of people just like you reduce more than $500 million of debt. National Debt Relief has helped so many people, they're A-plus rated by the Better Business Bureau. You don't have to declare bankruptcy or take out a consolidation loan. You have have the right to settle your debt for a mere fraction of what you owe. Reduce a large portion of your debt now. Call National Debt Relief at 800-694-7394. 800-694-7394. That's 800-694-7394. Are you tired of feeling sick and tired? Are you constantly limited by your health and you want to get a more natural solution? My name is Dr. Tim Smith. And I help families change the way they view and manage their health at New Life Chiropractic every single day, getting natural solutions for common health care issues. If you want to learn more about how you can start changing your life for the better, visit our office at newlifechiropracticrockland.com or call 916-259-2682 and start changing the health of your family today. 500 looking for 550, 500 looking for 550. We got 500, we're 500, 500 Rob, looking for six. Rob, what, what, what? Oh my gosh, dude. What are you doing? I'm doing a live auction. 500 looking for 550, 500 looking a for 550. A live auction? What are you auctioning off? I'm auctioning off the 36-week Culinary Academy tuition at Napoli Culinary Academy in Sacramento. So I can become a chef? That's right, a 36-week Culinary Academy tuition at Napoli Culinary Academy in Sacramento. It starts bidding at five. $500 and the, the auction ends February 15th. It's 500, 500, 500, 500. Uh, stop, stop, stop. Pause, pause. So it, the bidding starts at $500. It ends February 15th, and how, how do I bid on it? You just text the word CHEF to 349-1039, Erico 916. That's 349-1039, oh. Erico 916. Uh, okay, 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 dude. Slow down, Robs, please. So you text the word CHEF to 349-1039, Erico 916. That's right, and you got to do it by February 15th, February 15th, February 15th, February 15th. It's for a 36-week Culinary Academy tuition at Napoli Culinary Academy in Sacramento. Looking for seven, seven. Oh, yeah. It's the Project Grow Radio Show. Are you an entrepreneur looking to grow your business with cutting-edge strategies and tactics? That's our mission here at the Project Grow Radio Show. It's a millennial's perspective and advice on faith, marketing, leadership, and technology. In a world that's quickly advancing, we bring you exciting interviews from today's top entrepreneurs and leaders. The Project Grow Radio Show, hosted by Adrian Boisel. Listen from your smartphone by downloading the Money 105.5 app, live every Wednesday from 4 to 5 p.m. on Money 105.5 FM. Meaning, significance, satisfaction, connection. You can have it all. Learn how on the Impact Hour, Wednesdays at 2 p.m. on Money 105.5. 
Host John and Rena will help you be a change agent, a leader, a hero. Move through your world, touching lives and experiencing a deep sense of connection and meaning. Listen to the Impact Hour Wednesdays at 2 p.m. on Money 1055. Your impact matters. You matter. Did you miss a show? Check out past shows at theimpacthour.com. Do you want to enjoy more deep, meaningful, satisfying relationships? Do you want to feel more connected? Do you want to feel like people get you? Learn how to be the kind of person people respond to. Create better results with your kids. Now your partner, back to the clients, impact. Coworkers and friends. Go to beandconnect.com and get started with your free videos today. That's beandconnect.com. Learn from hosts John and Rena from the Impact Hour. You can have that sense of connection you desire. Go to beandconnect.com now. Interrupting life as usual. This is the Impact Hour with John and Rena on Money 105.5. Welcome back to the Impact Hour. So glad that you joined us today. We are talking about recommitting to your goals because here it is, middle of February, and maybe you set some goals for yourself at the beginning of the year and you're not exactly where you were hoping on those goals. We want to provide some encouragement for you to be able to move on those goals. We've got some really helpful tips and strategies to get you going on that. If you've in fact found that you're not moving on your goal the way you'd like and you'd like some support, you can call us here live at the station at 866-576-1055 and we'd be happy to provide you some coaching on how you can get going on that goal of yours. If you miss part of this or any other show, you can listen to show recordings at theimpacthour.com, also available as a podcast. Awesome. So we were talking about getting clear on why you want to accomplish your goal. What is, what is really behind that? Why is that important to you? And for a lot of folks, I found it's just a goal, and, and they don't even know why they want to have the goal or accomplish the goal. It's like they're supposed to, right? There's this external or yeah. maybe internal pressure, but not really something that they're really excited about. Yeah. So one exploration you can do in, in trying to find out what's behind the goal is to actually do an inquiry. Maybe you don't know right now why you have that goal, but you can find out. There's probably something there. There's some reason why you want to accomplish that goal. And so you can ask yourself, well, why is it important? Why would it be important for me to accomplish this goal? Or, or is it important? Is there a different goal that you'd want to achieve? And, and really just kind of dig in. And sometimes you might have to ask the question multiple times. Why is this important? Why is that important? And, and sometimes, you know, in the process, you get frustrated if you go, oh, I just want to because, and then it just pops out. <laughs> <laughs> But uh, I, I find it's really important to allow myself time and space to really explore. So um, this might seem silly, but sometimes I'll put on some music and I'll dance. Helps me get out of my head and kind of into my heart and into my body. And um, yeah, just and then I'll just relax and and just think and, and be with myself and explore. And um, if it wasn't that goal, what goal would it be? What would I get really excited about? And it's very interesting what can come up. It's like, yeah, you know, I thought it was this over here, but look, something else is really, yeah, that feels really good. And, and, and checking in to see what feels really good, like a great fit for a goal. Yeah, that's awesome. Another thing you can do to help you accomplish goals is to set up rewards along the way. Yes. I love rewards. Rewards are awesome. <laughs> Be so, careful <laughs> not to set a reward that sabotages your goal. 
Uh, nothing counterproductive. Yeah. <laughs> okay, that reminds me when my ki- when our kids were um, in middle school, they would have um, an extra run that the kids could do, like on Fridays or something. I don't remember all the specifics. They called it a donut run, and if they did the run, they got a donut. <laughs> I just would scratch my head. I'm like, are they promoting health with the run? Because I think that the donut really kind of might, you know, kind of... Be counterproductive. Yeah, it kind of weighs it out, yeah. Cancels it it out. out. That's what it is, yeah. (laughs) Yeah, not great. So if you have, you know, dietary goals, weight loss goals, rewarding that with a a gallon of ice cream probably (laughs) would not be helpful. (laughs) sick just thinking of a gallon of ice cream yeah yeah <laughs> but a nice walk would be a great reward yeah if you enjoy that or a, a warm bath right can or, be a great reward. or if if you can manage the temptation maybe a small cup of ice cream would be okay mm-hmm. but uh, i know for me sometimes a a small cup of ice cream can uh can sort of uh become a, a larger bowl of ice cream pretty easily yeah <laughs> it, having a, a goal around weight and having ice cream in the house at all wouldn't be a good choice so yeah yeah it's funny you go to like you know big spoon or one of those yogurt places and you can get a little bowl but it's like man i can fit a lot of stuff <laughs> <laughs> yeah <laughs> gotta be careful mm-hmm. with that one next thing you know you've had dinner yeah <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, good good to get creative with the rewards. Something that you really enjoy, you know, maybe time with a friend, you know, <coughs> go out for a cup of coffee, uh, go for a walk together. Yeah. Um, spend some time in a hobby that you enjoy. So yeah. I know um, this, the accountability call that I'm on, the coach who leads that uh, has a, a technique where you do some work for like 50 minutes, you take a 10-minute break, work for 50 minutes, 10-minute break, and then a half hour doing what it is that you really want to do so line up in advance for yourself what would you just really enjoy doing for a little period of time and use that as a reward for working toward your goal yeah 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 good stuff the thing to do to make the goals a little easier is to shrink the change so i know they do this uh this kind of plan for getting out of debt uh is they call it uh, some folks call it debt stacking or a debt snowball where you work on the smallest debt first and then you focus just on that smallest debt until it's done and then you, you boom you have a small change that was a, accomplishable you get a win you, you get, get a, a win you get to celebrate a win and it's like okay i did that okay i can do this next one yes right yeah so you get wins along the way and so you break it down into smaller steps and then you can celebrate each step along the way and have a bunch of wins rather than having this huge daunting project sitting in front of you yeah so shrink it, meaning just making it into more manageable chunks. Yes. Yeah, that's great. That can be for weight loss or money or relationships. I think probably just about anything. If you try, you can have a smaller version of that to work for toward first. Even if the goal is changing your behaviors that will ultimately cause the, the bigger change that you want. Right. Bring it down into something manageable. Right. Now, we're not talking about getting rid of the end goal or somehow diminishing the end goal. What do you call that, goal erosion? Yeah, eroding yeah. goals. That's where goals. you take. You have this awesome goal you're really excited about, and then it looks hard, so you make the goal a little easier, and then you make the goal a little easier, and then, hey, look, I'm already there <laughs> without doing a whole lot of change. And that's not what we're talking about here. Uh, we're talking about keeping your goal but having smaller steps along the way where you can focus on the smaller steps 
Uh, and yeah. really do celebrate those, even if it's a small incremental change. You know, if, for example, you have a goal around meditating and you ultimately want to spend 20 minutes in meditation each day, well, in the first time you're only able to do two minutes, well, that's two more minutes than you would have done before. <laughs> so do celebrate that. Celebrate every step toward that. Yeah, it's yeah. progress. It is so progress. So it's good. It's all good. It's good. I know I'm good at beating myself up. <laughs> Because I didn't make as much progress as I wanted, but it's still progress. Mm -hmm. And yeah. it's so good to celebrate those. Yeah. Yeah. So much better. Yeah. Nice to be nice to yourself. Please yes. do. Another thing to do to make change a little easier is to tweak the environment. Yes. So this is a big one. There's so much in our environment that influences the way we act and respond and our habits. And uh, you mentioned earlier about not having ice cream in the house at all yeah. if you have some kind of weight loss goal. And that That's would be an example of tweaking the environment. Yes. And uh, I know there's, there's so much in there. Um, and, and also it includes environments where you go into. So this might not just be your home environment, but might be, you know, where are you going? So like I know for alcoholics, when they, when they first start to get clean and sober, one of the things that there is a challenge for them is to change where they hang out. And who they hang out and with. And who they hang out with, because that's sometimes not good for that, that goal of, of getting clean and sober. That's a great question. Do the people you hang out with support you in your goal? So my kids know that I have a practice of prayer and meditation in the morning and I start heading toward my office and they're like, oh, are you going to do your meditation now? And I'm like, yeah, I'll be done in a little bit. And so that's, I have an environment that supports me in that versus sabotaging me. Now the cats sabotage me because they went in and out of my office throughout the entire experience. <laughs> <laughs> that's not setting up my environment for success, but it's worth it because I love my cats. <laughs> Total side note there. Yeah. So you can look for environmental uh, factors that are influencing your behavior that you don't want. And, uh, you know, like just a simple thing, you know, I know some folks who want to get a good seven to eight hours of sleep. Mm -hmm. Traditionally, they don't get that much sleep. Right. And they're, they're running kind of on empty most of the time because they don't getting enough rest. And, uh, you know, having a TV in your bedroom might not be the best choice to support that kind of goal. Well, in fact, recently I just heard um, you can charge your phone outside of your room and, and get an old fashioned alarm clock. Yeah. You know, battery backup so you don't need to worry about the power going out. Then you don't have the temptation to stay up late on the phone, get on the phone if you can't sleep at night, wake up early and get on the phone. Right. Just don't even have it in the room. Set your environment up for success. Yeah. Yeah. We need to go another break. We'll be right back. Do you want to enjoy more deep, meaningful, satisfying relationships? Do you want to feel more connected? Do you want to feel like people get you? Learn how to be the kind of person people respond to. Create better results with your kids, your partner, clients, coworkers, and friends. Go to BeAndConnect.com and get started with your free videos today. That's BeAndConnect.com. Learn from hosts John and Rena from the Impact Hour. You can have that sense of connection you desire. Go to BeAndConnect.com now. Meaning significance, satisfaction, connection. You can have it all. Learn how on the Impact Hour, Wednesdays at 2 p.m. on Money 105.5. Host John and Rena will help you be a change agent, a leader, a hero. 
Move through your world, touching lives and experiencing a deep sense of connection and meaning. Listen to the Impact Hour Wednesdays at 2 p.m. on Money 1055. Your impact matters. You matter. Did you miss a show? Check out past shows at theimpacthour.com. You are listening to the Impact Hour on Money 1055, where you live a life rich in meaning and significance. Welcome back to the Impact Hour. We're talking about recommitting to your goals. Woohoo! Yay! Goals are good. They get you where you want to go. Yeah. That's they do. what it's about. It's kind of like that Zig Ziglar quote if you don't have any goals, you'll hit them every time. Ouch. Ouch, right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So if you have a sense uh, in your life where it's just kind of the same old thing, and you know, people ask, how's it going? And you're like, same old, same old. Maybe yeah. some goals would help. Yeah. Shake things up. Shake things up. Make life exciting and rewarding. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Make change. So we've been talking a little bit about how you can achieve your goals and what makes them easier. Uh, we acknowledge that change is hard. Even it though can it can be. Changes. It can be. Yes. I don't want to say it is always hard, but it can be hard. Yeah, things we'll, can come up we'll hold the possibility of a sudden shift and, yes. it, and it could change easily it could and when it doesn't that's okay it's it's worth going through the effort to make the change anyways yes i like the idea of breaking it down into smaller goals i like the um follow the bright spots find what's already working and do more of that really setting up your environment for success that's some really get your tips already yep Yep, so as a part of the environment, uh, a couple of suggestions, a couple more things to add to that is that uh, example is uh, tweaking the environment. I know one guy was sharing that uh, sometimes he doesn't like to go out running. I mean, he wants to go running, but in the morning... It's the getting going part that's the, the hardest, going, right? He likes it when he does the it. The bed's nice and oh. warm. He doesn't want to get out, you know. And he's, he said that he's never going to make a decision about whether he's going to run or not until he's already put on his running clothes. Okay. That's a deal that he's made with himself. He's made a deal with himself, okay. and that's a way of tweaking the environment. Now the environment's different. He's not in the bed anymore, and now he's going to make a decision, and he says usually he decides to go run. That's awesome. I've heard something similar about packing the gym bag the night before. I heard a lady talking about you know her outfit that she's going to wear. She puts in the gym bag. So, I mean, wouldn't it be, you know, less likely to, uh, I don't know. So you, you're making this decision, and, and if you decide to not go, not go to the gym, then you got to pull your outfit out of that gym bag. Mm. <laughs> Ooh. There you go. <laughs> Might as well just go and get it done at that point. There you go. Yeah. yeah. So put, put your stuff by the door. That's something that you said. Yes. I, sleep in your running shorts. <laughs> I don't know. See if that one works or not. But yeah, see what you can do to, to make it easier for yourself. Yeah. Affirmations are great. Oh, yeah. So you can post affirmations, you know, on the, the bathroom mirror, you know, on the door, on your dresser, all over the place where you'll see them. Yeah, always in the positive. Affirmations are phrased in the positive. And you could say that I am achieving X, Y, Z. I am in the process of this. I'm learning to do this. I am, you know, if your goal is around, you know, a certain amount of money, I am becoming financially secure. You know, I'm the kind of person who runs every day. I take great care of my body. Yeah, there's a lot of positive messages you can give yourself that'll make you more likely to move forward because your subconscious will move to make your behaviors in alignment with what you're telling yourself. Yeah. 
Yeah. That's great. It's good stuff, man. I love it. We've got a whole episode on affirmations. You'll have to Google it, but it's there. Yep. Yeah. It's there. This kind of leads into the next section, which probably is the one of the most significant things um, that get in the way of goals and overcoming these can have the biggest uh, impact in achieving your goals, the biggest success, which is looking inside to see what's going on inside, inside ourselves. Okay. And I know for myself, received a lot of messages growing up about, and a lot of times the messages aren't true so messages about how money works, uh, about who I am as a person, about my value and my worth, and you know what will happen if I accomplish certain things. So for example, maybe you received a message as a kid that those rich people are evil and they stole money from poor people to get there. Mm. And so that's the message we've grown up with. And it's all rich people are evil. And now we have this goal, this financial goal, and maybe we don't realize it, but now we are working at odds. We're fighting with this message that we have. And this message is basically saying, if you accomplish this goal, you're going to be evil. And it might be at a subconscious level. Probably not aware of that. Probably, yeah, probably sure. not aware. And so that's more likely to sabotage the goal than just about anything else. And the other things we've talked about are important, but these things are mm -hmm. especially important. Yeah, I, I would call that being in alignment with your goals. So if there's a part of you believes that you're not capable of it, or it would actually be harmful if you did achieve the goal, that will prevent you from, from achieving it, even though you know that you want it. If there's a part of you that has any concerns around it, that's going to be out of alignment and really tend to derail your efforts. Yes. Yeah. And, and a lot of those things uh, come up around money and a lot of times weight loss and other goals that we have that are very common. And so maybe, maybe we have this belief that uh, in a sales transaction, a salesperson just wants to take money from people, you know, just taking money. And, and then if you have a business goal, what does that make you? You know, are you just taking money from people? Or are you providing something of value? And that can really be something that's going on at a subconscious level as well. And so you've that's got- That's where those beliefs are gonna help take you out of achieving the goal. Yeah, mm -hmm. and so you got the goal, you've written them down, and then you find yourself just not working on them. And you, know, you go, what's going on? Yeah really helps to um, to shine a light on those assumptions and those beliefs. I find saying it out loud, just talking to somebody, then I start to see that it, it's really um, not true, you know, that, that a salesperson is just taking from somebody and not providing a value. It's not true that um, money makes a person evil. But without really saying it and processing it, it just, it, it lives in our minds and, and it makes it difficult for us to achieve our goals. That's why it's important to get it out and really take a look at it and see if we want to um, establish a new belief instead to replace that. Yeah. Included in that can be beliefs about our self-worth and our value as a person. That's huge. Oh, it's very difficult for somebody who doesn't feel worthy to receive money. So they'll actually do things to um, kind of block the flow of money in if they feel that they don't deserve it. Yes. Very common. 
Yeah, or or it, might, it could be around money, but it could be around other things as well. Relationships, relationships, having or, a positive relationship. Yeah, I don't, I don't love. deserve a person like this. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. And next thing you know, you don't have them anymore because you, well, you made that happen. Yeah, you, subconsciously. Yeah, yeah. Not, yeah. Not, not, not consciously. You wonder, hey, where'd they go? What happened? Like, why can't I keep a really good person? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that can be very frustrating to be in that process. But it's so important to understand what your beliefs are and and make your beliefs in alignment. Yes. You know, pick something that's more true. Yeah. You know, yeah, you actually deserve to have really great relationships. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Believe that. Yeah. So for more examples, um, I've heard of some various women, you know, say things like all men are pigs. And then they wonder why they, they can't have a great relationship with a guy. Yeah, that expectation will totally color how they behave toward men and what kind of what they see in men they'll filter out like the stuff that doesn't match that yeah so all they'll they'll see is evidence that supports it yeah that would be very challenging to have a relationship that's really great with that belief yep yep or uh, when you mentioned earlier uh, we were talking about this uh, this morning Rena was uh, money doesn't grow on trees mm-hmm. how many of you have heard that and so a lot of us go believing that in order to to get money to make money to provide something of value that it has to be hard yeah that and then all the opportunities where it's not hard you know we don't even see those because well money doesn't grow on trees yeah yep don't even see it don't allow it in yes yeah so another thing to look at related to this is uh to order under uncover i can talk here uh, some of these beliefs that we have is maybe you can ask yourself when you were growing up what were you praised for Hmm. and sometimes we're praised for things and it still gives us an odd message because i know i was praised for being smart and the message that i was given was that that meant i belonged to the family and so my subconscious is thinking so what does it mean then if i'm not smart and so now that can influence you know when i work on goals and try to accomplish change because i have to be smart and and what if i want a goal that's fun and it's not smart Mm. what happens there yeah so i know i was really praised for um being independent you know for for being visually impaired when i was younger and um, go and do something on my own. My mom really praised me for that. And um, I internalized that I really shouldn't accept help, um, Mm. that I really need to do it myself in order to be really accepted and loved by people. Yeah. Yeah, that's that's a way to block some help there. (laughs) Right. (laughs) So, yeah, good to look at those things that you internalized as a kid because now they're having an effect. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Another thing is to look at what was not acceptable. And maybe, maybe that is causing some, some angst with the goals. You probably want to mention uh, a, just a note about failure. So if you've worked on your goals and you've not accomplished them so far, you're not where you want to be, you might feel like you've failed. And a failure is really a way of looking at it. And the way we like to share with people is there really is no failure. There are only learning experiences. So you can recommit to your goal and keep moving forward and really don't let failure stop you. Awesome. That sounds great. Make it a great week and get on those goals. Thanks for listening to the Impact Hour.